interesting folks, and a hearty welcome to our drive-in theater. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you, one that will provide several hours of pleasurable relaxation <laughs> and diversion for you and your family. Did you fail to dress up for tonight's show? No tie, an old shirt and slacks, a house dress? Well, don't give it a thought. We're glad you came as you are. We just want you to enjoy yourselves. Don't forget to visit our refreshment center during the intermission or any time. You love the tasty array of snacks we have to offer. So will the youngsters. Everything is quality and mm, so good. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Bring the family. Bring your friends. There are always wonderful new pictures to see, delightful snacks to nibble, a gay, pleasant evening for all. Oh, a word of caution. Don't drive over 10 miles an hour in the theater area for your safety's sake. And mom or pop, go with the kids when they leave the car. We hope you have a wonderful time. Come back soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Steve's Video Store. I let the driving intro play because uh, about 50% of the fast is at the drive-in. Young's really got hooked on that since COVID started. <laughs> yeah, we definitely did. It's a lot of fun doing it out there, though. Yeah. Well, the films you get fit, fit it. Yeah, we decided to focus the repertory stuff out there. Um, we thought that was a good fit since a lot of those movies were, you know, probably got seen at the drive-in when they initially got released anyway. Yeah. And this is the first year I can say if you think that you're going to get day passes or get passes before, this is the first year that's going to be a that's your ass year. Uh, how many passes do you have left? Three weekend passes left. Yeah, three. And, and that, with the quality you know, of the films they got, you better get those three as soon as you can. Yeah, well, definitely. We've sold out the last two years because it, part of it is because Central Cinema is a little bit smaller venue. You know, we can only fit about 100 people, so we can't sell more than 100 weekend passes. And we don't even sell that many because we have to leave space for, you know, judges and guests and um, and filmmakers and stuff. So we we can we only sell like 75 or 80 passes. 25 of them were the RIP passes, which sold out uh, last month. Those always sell out as soon as uh, you do. I've never seen a year where the RIP passes didn't vanish within the first two or three weeks. Oh, yeah, they go really fast, especially the last couple of years. They've gone uh, usually within a week of us putting them up. And you got a lot of eclectic mixture of uh, old-timers and some new-timers to the fest. Yeah, yeah, and we're really excited about the lineup this year, um, especially the the indie stuff. I mean, I love all the repertory stuff we're doing, but, you know, COVID kind of made us change how we did the festival, you know, like you mentioned, going to the drive-in, and we kind of shifted the focus off of new indie stuff, which was, you know, a big focus of the festival before. But I'm kind of itching to get back to that because things, you know, things are kind of gotten somewhat back to normal. 
and you know there's a lot of good new indie films coming out now and i want to get back to showcasing those so um things are probably going to change up again next year i i don't know how yet but um we've been talking about it and i think we'll we'll kind of be shifting the focus back onto that and the repertory films this year are uh army of darkness 30th anniversary. Which cut is this going to be? The theatrical cut or one of the longer ones? I'm kind of leaning towards the theatrical. Um, I like the longer cuts, but I also think maybe, you know, we're going to be getting a a DCP, a digital file from Universal for it. So I imagine they're probably going to send us a theatrical cut. Yeah. I think that one maybe works the best. You know, there's there's a lot of really fun gags in the longer cuts, but I just like the original ending to it better, is all. Yeah, I do prefer the original ending. <laughs> um, but I'm not even sure. I, I'm not sure if the remaster. I, I know it's a 4K remaster. I don't know which version they, they remastered. Re- honestly, they every print exactly. We've got uh, the theatrical. The the Raimi uh, extended cut, the even longer cut, and the TV cut. Yeah, I I know on the Blu-ray, I'm just I'm not sure what version Universal. You know, at this point, they might prefer the director's cut and might be sending that out because they all have remasters. I just don't know which one that they use. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll be talking to them about that in the next couple of weeks and making sure we know which one we're getting. And you're bringing back an old favorite, Creep Show. Yeah, uh, we, that one. We we screen. It's the 40th anniversary of Creep Show, and we screened that yeah. at the theater once. But I, it was I, it was in a you know a crowded October at the theater, and I don't think it got the crowd it deserved. And you know that also that movie has. I feel like it's kind of people's opinions of it have have grown in the last few years because the show's been popular and, you know, now they're doing comics again and there's, it, yeah. I feel like it's, it's got a lot more like focus on it. And we thought that would be uh, good to bring that one back. And I think I've, I, I like, I think it, they're very different movies, but I think it and Fright Night, I think they pair well together because, you know, they both feel like, you know, one's an anthology, one's about horror hosts and, I, I think they pair well together, so I think that's yeah, going to be that, a fun double feature. Yeah, that's going to be a good one, Fright Night and uh, Creep Show. Fright Night's just one of the better of the big three that you usually hear fight fight about. You don't hear people fighting for Fright Night that much. Fights are usually between Near Dark and The Lost Boys. Yeah, it's true, but I prefer Fright Night over either of those two. Uh, blasphemy, Near Dark. But <laughs> I love Near Dark, Fright but I, I just Night's, like Fright Night more. Uh, very, very close second. If if Near Dark, I don't really like the ending to Near Dark. If it had a better ending, oh, uh, that, I, I would uh, maybe. Sort of rapey ending with it. There's no other way to describe it. When he uh, changes her back to a human against her will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I'm not crazy about that, and I'm not uh, even in just him being able to turn back to a human. I, I wasn't really spoilers for Near Dark. Uh, um, I'm yeah. not, I wasn't crazy about that either. But I mean, it's still a great movie. And that's going to be Friday night, but th- it's going to start Thursday night with the Poochie Fest. 
with two surprise showings and the City of the Living Dead, right? Yeah, so we're starting off with City of the Living Dead, and then we've got a secret screening in the middle of a Fulci movie that doesn't really get talked about a lot, and I don't think a lot of people have seen. And it's it's a really fun one, much much a little bit goofier than some of his other stuff. And then House by the Cemetery will be closing it out. Oh God, House by the Cemetery! That beginning annoys the crap out of me. Uh, yeah, that, uh, Bob's not the most likable character not in the world. Not Bob. But... It's just hearing my name screamed over and over again for five minutes. Oh. <laughs> Steve! <laughs> what? <laughs> Steve! What? I didn't even think Do about you that. Want... <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, yeah. Even the Italian dub, which I watched, Bob's dubbing is not that good. Yeah, we'll be going but with that, the English dub. But that's uh, Fulci's uh, first Lovecraft film. Well, second if you count City of the Living Dead. Yeah, I guess we thought about doing The Beyond as well and then just doing the whole like Gates of new Hell trilogy. Sc- yeah, but with the new score. Yeah, we we, we, we talked to, about it, but um, we, we had Fabio out like two years ago and he – Perform the score that that score live um, at the theater. So yeah, you can't touch that. <laughs> yeah, so so we thought we'll just leave that one lying. We'll do this other secret screening that of something that I don't think people have seen anywhere as much as the Beyond, and I think people will like it. Oh, cool. And uh, what? Uh, Friday's ones because I got a list here but doesn't have them in uh, order is Friday Timekeepers of Eternity or is that Saturday yeah here I'll just go through the whole festival because I, I mean we put the schedule up but um, so like you said Thursday is Fulci Lives the Fulci retrospective with City of the Living Dead Secret Screening House by the Cemetery and that'll be at Central Cinema. Friday will be we'll start off at Central Cinema at one PM with this uh with Timekeepers of Eternity, which for people who don't know is a filmmaker took the television adaptation of the Langoliers and did some really crazy animation stuff on it. Is it looks it looks so cool and it's such a weird idea that somebody had to do this and they you know, changed it back to Timekeepers of Eternity, and it's only about an hour long, but it's super cool. Um, and that'll be at 1 p.m. And then we have another feature called The Civil Dead, um, which is, is really good. And it's not one that's getting as much play on the festival circuit, so I don't think people know about it as much, but it's super funny. Um, and then we're doing our Tennessee Terrors, which are the local shorts. And that's at 4.15, and then we take a break, and then we move out to the drive-in where we start off with the Grindhouse Grind Out, which is our filmmaking competition, and then Creep Show and Fright Night. And then that ends out Friday, and then we're back at Central Cinema at noon on Saturday, and we've got some well, short films. Yeah, we've already gone through pretty much Friday's uh, night's uh, drive-in movies. Uh, yeah, so we've got the short starting at noon, and then we've got Lenanothon, which is, if anybody's ever been to... KHFF, they've probably seen a Brian Lanano movie because we've shown everything he's done. Um, and he's going to be there 
and uh, we're showing Lananothon, which is a collection of all of his shorts, uh, worked together into like sort of an anthology kind of thing. He created it for Chattanooga Film Fest a couple of years ago, and it's been playing festivals, and we just hadn't gotten around to it yet. So we wanted to do that this year. Shame on and you for waiting so long. Well, I know, but it, no, it, it, not we, shame on you because I couldn't have made it the other two years. So, hey, finally <laughs> when I get to go, we get the Lananothon. <laughs> And and we might be getting a new Brian Lenano film at it, which I, I don't think I'm uh, allowed to say for sure. I'm not 100% sure, but he has a new yeah. short film that is really, really good, and uh, we might be doing like a, a, a sneak peek screening if, if we're lucky. Um, when has he made and a bad Lenano, film? <laughs> uh, he, I don't think he makes bad movies. No. Um. And then after that, we've got another feature. It's called Huesera. It's a Spanish film that is really, really good. It's been one of the bigger films on the festival circuit this year. And then we break and go back out to the drive-in for uh, Army of Darkness and Reanimator and From Beyond. And if you haven't Um, seen Reanimator and From Beyond on the big screen, which I haven't, you need to. Yeah, they're both excellent and they work really well together i think i've seen them in a a double feature before and uh you know they play really well off each other you can kind of see Stuart gordon like advance as a filmmaker from reanimator to from beyond and even if uh, from beyond the r-rated cut it's still great yeah i love from beyond i over the, I mean, I love Reanimator. I think Reanimator is like pretty much perfect. But over the years, I've kind of like gotten to prefer From Beyond because it's just it's just weirder. And it, uh, you know, Reanimator is like it's a Lovecraft story, but it's not a real Lovecraft story. You know, it doesn't have those elements that make Lovecraft Lovecraft. And I don't even think he was a very big fan of those stories. So From Beyond is much more like full on Lovecraft. And I think maybe. Maybe and the best Ted Sorrell is a better villain than what's his name as uh, in the first film. No insult to him because he's a great actor. Oh yeah, David David Gale. Yeah, Ted Sorrell and Pretorius is gr- is just so great. Yeah, you know he is super menacing and crazy. Um, but yeah, so we're really excited about that, and and we had to do Army of Darkness because. We did Evil Dead, and we did Evil Dead 2 at the drive-in, and then, and it's the 30th anniversary of Army of Darkness, so we felt like we had to had to do that one and complete the trilogy. So then on Sunday, we go back to Central Cinema. We're at Central Cinema all day. We have director Eric Pinnikoff's new film called The Leech that uh, yes. stars Jeremy Gardner, and uh, it's, it's awesome. And then um, Christmas, Bloody Christmas which is one we just added a few days ago. It's a Joe Bigo's new movie, and it's essentially if you take Silent Night, Deadly Night, and mix it with Terminator. Uh, super bloody, super fun. If you've seen if a Joe Bigo's like film. you you're going to like this, because I think this is going to be balls-to-the-wall gory action with the uh, psychotic killer Santa robot. Yeah, yeah, totally. It, it definitely... Yeah, if you if you like any of his films, you'll probably dig it. But uh, you know, I felt like VFWs he made kind of a a big step forward, and I think this continues that trajectory. Uh, probably the newest film I'm the most excited about, just because I've been waiting for 
Has it been 10 years since Hobo with the Shotgun came out? Maybe yeah. 12 years? This is the one I'm waiting the least for because I'm one of the rare people who thought Hobo with a Shotgun was one of the worst films of the last decade. They tried to I make a Winehouse film, but they just made a, a crappy trauma film. <laughs> you can definitely feel a trauma influence on it, but I, I think he's a really good filmmaker, and uh, I love this movie. I, I, I got to see a screener, and I really enjoyed it. And I think and it's it's super tight. It's only 75 minutes, and it's just like nonstop fun the whole time. Um, and then we've got J- Justin B- Benson and Aaron Moorhead's new movie, Something in the Dirt. Which they're that two one of my shocked favorite me. Indie directors. It's like I was like something in the dirt, da, 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 and I was like, wait, how do I know those two? Uh oh, the endless guys. Yeah, I can remember yeah, when they I did seen the endless at the fest. That was uh, the biggest shock to me of the fest that year because of how good it was. I didn't know what oh, to yeah, expect. Oh just. <laughs> Yeah, if you haven't seen the other movies, I recommend seeking them out. Yeah. And then um and then uh we have uh our award ceremony, but then we're closing everything out with society. Originally, we were going to put society at the drive-in with uh From Beyond and and uh Reanimator, but uh we didn't we weren't sure if people wanted to see the shunting as they were driving down the highway past the drive-in. So, uh, yeah. and we thought it would be fun to, to close it out in a more intimate setting at, at Central Cinema with that Yeah, film. I was thinking so, too, because, uh, like I said, Society is one of those that's an indoor film because it would have not meshed well with the over-the-top driving-ness of From Beyond and Reanimator. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, that's that's the festival this year. And, you know, of course, we've got lots of shorts. We've got blocks of shorts. And then we've got some of the films have shorts that lead into them. And, um, yeah, I know that you, know, you ain't got that many shorts this year. Yeah, we did cut back a little bit. Part of the thing with the drive-in is, you know, it kind of, it limits the festival in certain ways because now we're having to, to take a break, a long break, and then drive across town, and then you, you know you have to wait until it gets dark, and we can't go extremely late there. So it, we're, you know, before the pandemic, I think we had 20 features the year before the pandemic. So yeah, you know, this year we have 16. I so that. we're working our way, we're working our way back up to, you know, having more features, but it, it's tough when you have to change venues and um so you know next year the drive-in will we're still planning on involving the drive-in next year we love doing it there but i think we might do like one night at the drive-in and that's like we'll have some big repertory stuff out there and then um something at central cinema and then maybe another venue but again that's that's next year so who knows what it'll be like next year but yeah. um we like to keep mixing it up and, and, you know, changing the feel of it. So, you know, people always uh, have a different experience and, you know, are excited about what's You shouldn't you know, change it up because it's really one of the best festivals in the area. <laughs> well, we're not going to change it that much. You know, it's never going to yeah. lose the same vibe that it's always had. It's just yeah. we like to 
you know, mix things up and introduce new elements. Because, you know, it's been 14 years now. You know, we started off and it was just a one-night short film festival and then two nights. And, you know, it just kept expanding. And I think next year it might expand more because essentially if you look at the, the calendar at Central Cinema this month, Horror, Knoxville Horror Film Fest is going all month, really. Yeah. <laughs> you got some great got, ones like uh, this week you got The Shining. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, this weekend, tomorrow. This weekend at Central Cinema, we've had Coraline, a Hammer Horror double feature of Horror of Dracula and Curse of Frankenstein, The Shining, and Cat's Eye. So, you know, if you come out to Central Cinema... You can have a horror fest in one day, uh, any any weekend and, this year. And if you haven't seen the first story in Cat's Eye, you need to. Oh, yeah, I love that first one. Twitter's Inc. about the mafia-controlled uh, cigarette-quitting program is just so freaking great. Yeah, I know. I love that one. Um. And I wanted to do like a, you know, we show on The Shining, which everybody's seen, but I wanted to show like a lesser Stephen King movie, not lesser, but not as well known, uh, so people could, you know, check out a double a Stephen King double feature if they want it and see something classic and something that they may not have seen before. It deserves better because uh, it has two great adaptions of the stories, which is. Uh, Quitters, Inc., and The Ledge, which is another great suspenseful one. And the third yeah, story the was Ledge, created yeah. for the film. Yeah. And for a while, it, it had the Guinness felt... World Book Record for uh, largest set. Oh, really? Yeah. I... Oh, I didn't realize that. That's cool. But yeah, it's a great movie. If 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 you don't live in the uh, Knoxville area and can't come out and see Cat's Eye, then uh, well, actually, it's already screened, so you can't see it again now anyway. So watch yeah. it on HBO Max. It's worth a watch. Yeah, very good anthology. It just seems like this month is just like glutted with horror. Even the special screenings that the other theaters are doing are all freaking horror. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think it's a lot of that is because you know there's not a lot of the studios have been weird about their releases, and that the you know theaters don't have a lot to show, so I think that's what's making them like kind of do a lot more repertory screenings because you know all the the bigger new movies out right now they're not really hitting like they thought except for the horror movies you know like Smile and Barbarian they both did really well. So well, I think, I, well, Terrifiers 2 in its tiny run of 868 did uh, about 2 million. Oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah. And I what bet you did Terrifier? good this year. Terrifier? Yeah. Uh, the first one was okay. This one looks fun. Yeah, I didn't really... I, I tried to watch the first one. It wasn't really my thing. But then I saw out of Fantastic Fest people talking about how they didn't like the first one, but they really liked this one. So I'm kind of tempted to go check it out. And, uh, heck, some of the best that people are talking about is appearing on, uh, streaming this year, like, uh, the newest, uh, Hellraiser. 
Yeah, I, did you, I really liked it. And I bet Jens did good with uh, Pearl and X this year. Ty West is really... Ty West has become the biggest director in horror this year. Yeah, we we did a double feature opening night of Pearl, and it sold out. Um, so, yeah, no, people were really excited for it when it came out. And you got a triple uh, feature ca- ca- uh, coming probably early next year. Oh, yeah, I guess we will. <laughs> I, X, Pearl, I don't know and Maxine. When... Yeah, I'd say it'll probably take him a little longer. I bet it'll be next year, like around this time when we get Maxine, because I don't even think they've started shooting yet. So, uh, Well, from the way it looks, it looks like they're shooting it on videotape and stuff. Oh, yeah, that, that teaser is cool. That would be cool if they yeah. shot it that way. But, yeah, I mean, you're getting some great ones back in. You're getting Haosu later this year. uh the very first theatrical release of Trick or Treat. Yeah, we've been trying to book that movie for years and been told no every year, and I was really excited that we were finally able to. Yeah. Uh, our Halloween weekend lineup is really cool this year. We've got uh, we're doing a Universal double feature of Frankenstein and Dracula, and we're showing Paranorman and Trick or Treat and Houseu, and that's all. Halloween weekend on Halloween night, you can see Paranorman, Trick or Treat, or Houseu, or, or you know, do a triple feature if you want to. But uh, I think those are all like great Halloween movies, and that's gonna be a fun. And Houseu works great with a big audience. Oh yeah, we, yeah we. So I mean, I guess you probably saw that at the festival. Yeah, I was probably one of the few that seen it. I was probably the only one going like, not going. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, it wasn't as well known at that point. I don't think. I think we doubled that with, mm-hmm. maybe it was, no, Suspiria was the night before. Um, yeah, it was the closer but, uh, on Sunday. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if if, if you haven't seen Houseu, definitely seek that movie out. And if you live around here, come see it in the theater because that is a movie to be seen with people for sure. Yeah. And if you just want to see it, it's on the Criterion channel. But, yeah, definitely with a crowd is the way to go. And you're going to see it. This is a big one, William. Uh, Criterion will remaster of the keep up this month. Oh, really? You know, the Michael Mann film? Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I didn't know they were putting that up. That's cool. Sorry, you're cutting out a little bit, so I'm missing a little bit of what you're saying. To me, uh, was the big surprise to me. I mean, I actually remastered it. I thought Michael Mann. Oh? Yeah, I'm. So, I, I can't. I can't tell what you're saying. Your your phone's cutting in and out, or mine is one. I, I but I can't make out what you're saying. I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. I'll be back in a second. I think I know what's wrong. I can hear you now. Oh, it was a surprise to me because oh. I know Michael Mann despises that film, and he said yeah. that there, he would never work on it as long as he lived. 
<laughs> maybe maybe they talked him into it. Yeah, well, it is just a theatrical cut, but it looks gorgeous. I've never seen it look this good, even on VHS. Well, I, I need to check that out. You know, I actually haven't seen that movie, so that sounds like the best way to see it. Yeah. Well, because it hasn't been put out since VHS, I would not doubt you not seeing it. Unless you yeah, need somebody I, I do that have had a bootleg the old but I bought it at a convention yeah. years ago, but I never watched it because it looked so bad. <laughs> well, the VHS looked bad. It's just that it just seems and there's a lot of them that we actually get them remastered. I, bet, I wonder if they're going to put it out. I don't know. Just because the movie's not as good as the book, but it's still a decent movie. Yeah, I'll try to watch that this month. That sounds like a fun one I haven't seen to check out. Yeah, they one one like uh, 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 Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. Osborne, uh, Why Does the Eye. Oh, that's a good one. A uh, new remastered, a little bit longer version of Wolfen. Yeah, I need to. I haven't. I haven't had the Criterion Channel in a while. I'll have to subscribe back to that for for all these these horror movies they're doing this month. Yeah, but use the cut out again. I'm sorry. You have to do. One more time. The drive-in passes. Yes, we we still have plenty of drive-in passes. You can do a a, a two night, or you can get one for each night, and we've still got plenty of those on sale. Uh, how do you uh, use them for us new people who haven't been out to the drive-in part before? Um, how do you use them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we'll just have you. You'll see one of us. Um, we we set up in the like, we're the ones handling all the ticketing stuff. So when you pull into the drive-in, you'll see us. We've got everybody's names on a list, and you know if you got a weekend pass or whatever, we'll give you your 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 badge and your bag. Um, but if you just you know you have a single drive-in pass, then uh, you know we've got your name on a list. Oh, okay. And if you are uh, already got your pass, you pick them up either the day you show up at the pass, right, or show up uh, maybe the Wednesday or Thursday before to pick them up in advance. Uh, yeah, you you could if yeah if you're there on Wednesday, you you could come by and pick them up. We'll be there. Um, we're screening Beetlejuice the night before the festival, and we'll be there, like, getting everything set up for the festival. So you could pick it up on Wednesday, but really the best thing to do would be, you know, just get there early on Thursday, and we'll we'll have everything for you. Yeah. 
this is always one of the best things to do around Halloween in Knoxville. I think the only thing better this year is something I I haven't gotten tickets for because I can't get tickets on the days that I wanted, and that's Dawn of the Dead 3D, which I think is pretty much almost sold to freak out. Oh, really? Yeah. Thursday sold out the very first day it was on sale last month. Um, I didn't know that. I definitely want to see that. You know, we tried to do that at the festival. We were going to, there was a Regal in a mall here that, um, we were trying to change our venue from the downtown West Regal to that one in the mall. We were going to do, uh, Dawn of the Dead 3D and do like a zombie walk in the mall the day of, Mm -hmm. but, uh, we couldn't make that happen. And then that, that Regal closed. So yeah, but it's cool. They're doing it now. I definitely want to check it out. It's at the Pinnacle, Turkey Creek. Yeah. I'm glad you told me it fell on out. We'll have to get tickets. I'm just, I'm just yeah. glad people are getting to see it again on the big screen. Yeah, it doesn't... I guess uh, it hasn't really gotten played that much here because uh, you know, the rights holder, I guess, doesn't let it play a whole lot or something. Uh... What's his name? The producer of Dawn of the Dead, Michael Gornick? No, no, no. Well, the main producer who owns the right to it and all of Laurel Films is a greedy, money-grubbing son of a bitch who wants too much for Dawn of the Dead's theatrical rights to show it any time, anywhere. Yeah, that's the guy. Uh, we're not using names because I forgot, not because we're being nice. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he would probably say the same thing. And if you listen to the commentary on the Dawn of the Dead mega set, being on Blu-ray, 4K, it has this commentary and he says, all Dawn of the Dead is to him is a money-making opportunity. It's a property. Wow. It's cash. Yeah. <laughs> That one of the well, that's definitely not cool. That uh, Romero left Laurel is because all he wanted was uh, cash. But yeah, it's nice that uh, Army of the Do- Darkness has got a cult because I can remember seeing it at the Dollar Theater and it was like two people in the theater when it first opened. <laughs> a lot of people didn't even know it was Evil Dead 3 yeah I can imagine you know got a totally different title and yeah, I know a lot of people saw that one first I saw Evil yeah, Dead 2 because, first because USA played the holy crap out of it during the 90's Oh, yeah. And that's where we got the TV cut, which I think is the best cut because it adds, uh, it doesn't change much of the gags like the director's cut does, but it adds back the scene of uh, uh, Arthur and the horse and stuff like that and them showing up at the castle. Oh, yeah. 
But yeah, that's going to be a good good one. Reanimator and Army of Darkness. That's got the same level of black humor in them. For sure. Yeah, we thought and those yes, two. People, if you haven't seen Reanimator before, yes, you're supposed to laugh. Even during <laughs> the most infamous scene of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I know what scene you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so we've got a really good, you know, lineup this year. I think it's going to be super fun and the energy and at the drive-in. That's not including the fest. <laughs> <laughs> really, if you're looking for horror this year, boom, go to Knoxville Horror Fest. If you're looking for something for your kiddies that's not the usual stuff on TV, boom, go to Central. Because they have a very unknown one that more people need to see next weekend, which I recommend, and that's Wallace and Gromit and the Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Yeah, I love that movie, and you're totally right. Not a lot of people have seen that, They, uh, but it is a great Halloween movie, and yeah, we're doing a kid series this year called Trick or Treat, not to be confused with the movie we're showing later in the month, but we're showing, we showed Coraline this weekend. Uh, Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit next weekend, and then Halloween weekend's Paranorman and Beetlejuice is part of it, too. So, you know, kids come in costume, they get discounts on concessions and candy, and uh, we'll be giving out candy and stuff. So um, it's a great thing to take your kids to if you live in the area. Yeah, because there really isn't that many Halloween-themed kid movies out this year at the theaters. There's usually no, not at all. There's usually let me count one. Not even this year. There's not even one. Yeah, I can't. Is, close, I can't think of any. The closest there is is uh, Werewolf by Night, and that one is only on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, that that that's actually pretty fun. Yeah, but yeah, remember, kid people, if you don't indoctrinate your kids and get them to like horror at a younger age, we won't have any fans. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. And yeah, it is. This is a good year. I mean, you got some of your best returning directors, uh, the guys who did uh, under. Let's see. What kind of films? Uh, Christmas, Bloody Christmas, uh, Kids versus Aliens, Something versus the Dirt. If you like your earlier films, come see their newer films because they're as close as a sure thing you're going to have on a festival as you're going to get. For sure, yeah. Like, I'm really glad we were able to get those. I love all the films we've got, but the. Those three in particular, you know, they're some of the, like, more notable films doing the festival circuit this year. So it's really cool that we were able to get all three of them. And, and well, Sunday I've is... been waiting for a follow-up to the under the the second one they did for Forever in a Day. Third one. Which one? That. The Endless? Uh, yeah, The Endless. The third one. Yeah. And they have three, and they're all good. Uh, they have the first one, which is sort of a prequel to The Endless, and their second one, Spring, which is a pretty sweet 
but weird horror romance movie. Yeah, that one's really good, too. And then they directed a bunch of Moon Knight, too. Yeah. Not quite the same thing, but... <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping Disney don't ruin them. Don't ruin them, Disney. I like them making yeah, their little they're... weird movies. <laughs> Hopefully it'll give them enough clout to where they can make some big weird movies. Yeah. And uh, thank you for being on. And people, there's three pass, three weekend passes left. Get it. It's going to be a blast. I'll be there for the first time in about two years. Yeah, we're really glad to have you coming back. I think the last time I was at Central's when you shown Deep Cover. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's been a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's one of those I had to see, even if, even if I was feeling bad. Like drag myself to the hospital bed. <laughs> oh. Well, we'll be excited to see you this year. Yeah. Will the usual yeah, suspects be there? Yeah, Jill's going to be back. Jill Gavargizian, uh, who directed The Stylist, she'll be there. I don't and think Brian Lenato and his wife, Tori, will be there. Yeah. What was that? I don't think we can get rid of Jill. She's going to come back any every year, even if you don't invite her. <laughs> yeah, she she actually comes to <laughs> Knoxville at least two times a year now. She'll be at FrankenCon again next year, too. Yeah. And she was there I'll this year. i have to go so. next year if they got Joe Bob. It, it, Joe Bob's coming back next year. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed him. Yeah, no, it, it, it was cool. And uh, he's going to be doing his How Redneck Save Hollywood talk next year. Yeah. And Frank but, Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. And... Say what? Frankencon's a new fun horror con on the block. And that one we yeah, need to do too. Fun. And they got a lot more guests and they're growing it a little bit this year. So hopefully that'll, you know, people come out and they're yeah. able to keep growing it every year. And support your local theaters like Central because once they're gone, then 90% of the fun of going to the movies will be gone. That's right. Support indie theaters. Yeah. And with that, thank you for being on. And uh, good night, everybody. We'll see you uh, later this week when me and Carl do uh, a watch of Curtis Harrington's Ruby. Sounds fun, and thank you for having me on, and I appreciate you always supporting the festival. Okay. Thank you very much. Good night, everybody. See ya. Good night, sweetheart. Where is time to go? Good night, sweetheart.
say, oh, good night, sweetheart.